0: This episode of Keeping It Real is brought to you by GoGo's Bootcamp. Are you a real estate agent looking for the best social media training program on the planet? GoGo Bethke is considered the top Instagram realtor in the country and her step-by-step training program will take your social media game to the next level. She's so confident, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. Keeping It Real listeners receive a special discount so please visit gogopodcast.com. That's G-O-G-O podcast.com for your special discount. And now on with the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Keeping It Real, the largest podcast made by real estate agents and for real estate agents. My name is DJ Paris. I am your guide and host through the show. And in just a moment, we're going to be speaking with 30 Under 30 winner, Kristen Boyd. Before we get to Kristen, I want to mention that especially if you're new to the show, we have now over 160 episodes and we would encourage you to go back and look through some of the titles and descriptions of past episodes because so much of the information that these top producers share is timeless and can really help you today benefiting your clients and your practice. And also, we're gonna ask you to do two other quick things to help our show. Number one, follow us on Facebook. Visit facebook.com forward slash keeping it real podcast and subscribe and the reason for that is number one we of course, broadcast all of our episodes there. We also, when we're recording them, we, we broadcast them live in real time, so you don't have to wait a couple of weeks for us to produce it. You can actually watch it while we're doing it, but also every day we find an article that somebody's written online designed specifically to help you grow your business, and we post it there. So again, facebook.com forward slash keeping it real pod, and the second thing is to please tell a friend. Think of one other real estate agent that could benefit from listening to these kind of interviews with top producers and share the podcast. You can always send them right over to our website, keepingitrealpod.com, or just have them pull up any podcast app and search for Keeping It Real, and we'll pop right up. And now, on to our interview with Kristen Boyd. Today on the show, we have Chrissy Boyd from delicia Boyd, uh, LLC in New Orleans. Really excited to have Chrissy. Let me tell you a little bit about her. Um, Kristen Boyd started real estate with uh, with her mom, and she was her a mom's assistant at delicia Boyd in 2011. And then in 2014, she and her mom started their own brokerage, which now consists of 52 realtors now Chrissy studied at Loyola University here in Chicago I'm guessing right
1: no New Orleans
0: Okay, we have a we have a Loyola here, so I was... Anyway, she studied at the New Orleans Loyola University in business management and accounting. Uh, now, she is also a member of Delta Sigma Pi business fraternity and is a member of Sigma 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 sorority. Now, uh, Chrissy strives to make Delisha Boyd LLC a happy and easy experience for buyers, sellers, and agents. Now, she's been working close with many investors, giving them quick results, and just like three or four weeks ago, in 2020, uh, Chrissy was named uh, a January, or I'm sorry, in January, she was named a rising star for Real Producer Magazine. Um, I actually write for Real Producer Magazine here in Chicago. So I love that that organization. So congrats on that. And also, and this is the big, big, big one. She was named out of all of the realtors under 30 in the United States, National Association of Realtors, 30 under 30, which is a huge, huge, huge deal. So uh, congratulations, Chrissy. Chrissy, to that. And also Mm -hmm. you can find Kristen online at uh, delishaboyd.com. And also please follow her on Facebook. Just look up Delisha Boyd and also on Instagram, which is Chrissy, your realtor. Uh, We'll be Mm -hmm. posting those. Is that right, Chrissy? Chrissy, your realtor, correct?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Good. I uh, forgot to write it down correctly. So I'm glad (laughs) I remembered. Welcome to the show, Chrissy. Thanks so much.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm excited.
0: (laughs) We're excited as well. You are in New Orleans and uh, New Orleans was was hit pretty hard, um, unfortunately, right now. Um, How's every how are you doing? How's uh, how's your mom doing? Everyone okay?
1: Everyone is fine. Um, I'm blessed to say no one in my immediate family has gotten the the, the disease. One of our agents did, but she is now healthy. Oh, and well, so I, I'm grateful for that um, but you know it's I, I don't even really like to watch the news anymore yeah <laughs> it's a it's,
0: uh, it's a real bummer and and it's just and things just change and it's so much opinion, and we don't have all the facts yet, so yeah, it's kind of like you want to know what's going on, but you also don't want it to bring you down it's it's uh it's a constant struggle for sure what, what I want to know is since you've been in real estate obviously you come from a real estate family um, I would love to know how you got into the business I know you started working with your mom some time ago can you tell a little bit about that
1: well I like I like to start real young uh, I love to say that my great grandmother who uh, raised my mother uh, my mom, my grandmother died at a young age she's mm-hmm. always been in real estate I just Now that I'm an adult, I realize uh, in the 90s, a woman owning multiple houses and a black woman on top of that is just (laughs) rare. So she had a triplex and a double and a single family. And I just knew I was going to do something in real estate from birth. (laughs) And um, my mom got into it full time in 2003 and um i just always knew i wanted to do something in it initially i was like i'm on my own title company so it could be like a true one-stop smart shop kind of thing and then i got my daughter after undergrad so my mom was like join me join me and i've never looked back since you know 2011 2012 really to full-time um working with my mom and we started our own company. It was kind of a little push to start our own company in two thousand fourteen, and I just never dreamed of it being where it, where it is today. <laughs> so. Yeah.
0: You guys are are killing it. Uh, you're doing so well. You've grown so much as a company. Um, you know, since then, it's really. And I'm somebody just to give some context to. My job is to recruit agents to work at our firm here in Chicago. So, and I do that full time. I don't produce real estate. I don't, you know, go out and work with clients. All I do is talk to realtors all day and uh, say, "Come work at our firm." And uh, I know how hard that is, and I know how how difficult it would also be to then also do my own production. And so the fact that you you know you guys have successfully done all of that uh, at the same time is absolutely incredible. Um, so we want to honor you for that and and say you're do obviously doing a lot of things a lot of things right. Um, so talk, I wanna know a little bit about, you know, you're, you're a younger realtor, although you've, you've had a tremendous amount of experience already and, and a number of years in the business. Um, so a lot of our listeners who um, are, are younger as well, we have tons of, cause you know, a lot of younger people listen to podcasts. Um, I am just curious, you know, for for people who right now, as as you and I are stuck at, at, well, I'm actually in the office, but the doors are barricaded. We're not letting anyone in. Um, we just have to process checks. So I'm actually able to leave the house to come here uh, all day. Well, I'm very lucky to be able to do that. But what are you doing to stay busy right now? You, you were telling me yesterday you did four showings, which is insane and amazing in one day. Can you talk a little bit about uh, just even doing showings right now? Yeah, so
1: my, I'm going to tell you my one story, which was, Saturday, because it rained Saturday, I did nine showings. Oh, it started amazing. from 11 to almost seven o'clock at night. Wow. And typically, it would not take me that long to do showings. Um, But I take extra precaution by wiping down, you know, the lights, the doors and everything. And then I'll allow my client, I'll look through and then I'll let my client look through and then we'll discuss it, out, you know, away, outside, so that Typically when it takes about ten to fifteen minutes to do a complete shine walking through in and out, it's taking like thirty minutes. Sure. So it's longer, but I ha- I have people who are trying to take advantage of the interest rates and um the time, the free time to actually look now. Cause a lot of people are like, Oh, I gotta work, maybe we could do it then, maybe we could do it now. And now everyone is not everyone, but a lot of people are interested with the free time to, to look at things. So uh, it's taking a little longer, but I'm still happy to have them.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's incredible. And now are most of the showings when you're working with buyers are, obviously they're vacant at the time of the showing, but are they vacant in general or are you are they just telling the sellers get lost for a few hours or? Um...
1: So yesterday, um, I, I was so, so <laughs> He had photos of vacant house and I still was doing my wipe down, but people were walking out when I was doing it. And I said, I said what, are you do- what are you doing? What are you doing, girl? Oh, I'm sorry, we're about to get out of your way. I don't think I would have, I wasn't prepared. Like, I wouldn't know. I had my mask and my gloves. I told, I told one of the um, people in 30 in the 30, I said, I look like an astronaut when I go show a house. But I mean, that took me way back. And I was just like, well, go run in, go ahead now, um, go run in. Um, that took me, that took me out. I wasn't prepared for sure. someone to be walking out when I unlocked the door. So um, I I tried to minimize showing houses with people in it. Yeah. Um, Because I've heard a lot of stories of like, oh, my son had it and he's eight he didn't really show any symptoms but my husband then got in and had so many of the symptoms they talk about so i'm like oh okay i don't know you i wasn't expecting you so i felt i wish the agent would have prepared me for people walking out
0: Yeah, well, it, it is called a cooperative commission. It's like, it'd be nice to be a little bit more cooperative. Let me know what I'm getting into. Um, but that's, uh, you know, that's again, you know, just what's going on right now. It's I have a funny story for you. Uh, it's a little off topic, but it's similar to what what you experienced. So we are, happen to be here in, in Chicago, our office, is right across the street from, I think, the only antibody test center in all of Chicago. So all the news trucks have been there the last couple of days. People drive up and they have, everyone's in like hazmat suits and and you mm-hmm. can get a test done. And I, I haven't done it yet. Um, my boss is actually going to do it. And so yesterday it was about 4.30. I, we I was getting ready to just, uh, you know, to leave and we, we lock all the doors. So, you know, we don't want our agents coming in, of course. We don't want anyone just mm-hmm. walking in off the street. So I, I I took my dog out and I forgot to lock the door as I came back in. So about 4:30, a guy just walks right in to our front door, and he's wearing a, a mask, which is obviously responsible, and he's wearing gloves. And he is—I um, think English was not his first language—so he talking through the mask and probably through a thick foreign accent. I was having a hard time understanding what he wanted. I thought, well, maybe he's one of our realtors because we have like 700 and he was in a mask and I couldn't tell, you know, does he work with us or or is he just somebody, you know, I couldn't tell what what he wanted and he wasn't able to articulate it or I wasn't able to understand him. And I said, "You know, I'm sorry, sir. What are you looking for? How can I help you? And the whole time I'm like, if this guy is looking for the testing center, it's right across the street. Um, and, and finally he was, he was saying, oh, I need a test. I need a test. And I went, uh-oh. So. So I pointed across the street. I said, well, it's over there. And I just went, I hope to God God he's not sick because he just walked in. I was like two feet from him. There was no way for me to not get close to him, to let him out. Uh, But anyway, it's a crazy world right now. So I think
1: um, it's funny because next door to my office is a nurse practitioner. And when people are going in and out, for the life of me, it's like I have biggest day that we're a real estate company on the door. And yeah. they're just like, are you, the, are you the doctor? And I'm Yeah, like, just walk right in. <laughs> no, and if I, and i lock the door and they're like banging on, open the door. And I'm like, I'm not opening the door. I'm not right. what you're looking for. I'm telling you, I'm not. Right. No one should be having a meeting in the office. I am not who you're looking for, please leave, read the door, it's on the door, but I'm like always just like, oh, please just don't come to the, let me wipe the door down, like,
0: Oh yeah, I had to do this. see
1: what's on the the door, big as day, real estate, (laughs) <laughs>
0: yeah we um you know you're right and normally we would love somebody to walk right in and go hey i'm looking to buy or sell something but obviously you know now now is probably especially if they're looking to to get the antibody test or going to see the nurse next door to your office uh probably not somebody necessarily that you want to get too close to um mm-hmm. but but back to back to real estate so you know as, as somebody who is a young rising star uh you know obviously um the Real Producer Magazine has, has acknowledged you as well as National Association of Realtors, which is like the craziest, most amazing thing. Um, can, you, can you tell a little bit uh, to our listeners who, again, are or maybe are younger or, or not necessarily even younger, but just who are looking to get to that next level? Um, you know, and I know right now is kind of goofy times, but but generally speaking, what, what have you found that really works to help grow your business? What have you and your mom, you know, found to, to help you guys? I am my mom always
1: made sure i invested um not not so much just even you know the clientele clients and showings and stuff like that she's like you need to invest so in two years i need to see you doing something you know um i think we were talking about katrina and and that's what i've been trying to educate different people in really who's an adult like, believe it or not, it's not even so much my younger generation I have to get into it. It's my older generation because they're like, I don't want to say set in their ways, but it's like, this worked for me for 50 years, honey. I am not trying to go into something I really don't know about with my money and stuff like that. But, for example, with what's going on right now during Katrina, you know, um, I'm blessed to say I have investments to help me not feel like what's next. Uh, yeah. Is there gonna be, you know, if I don't have a closing or if I had all lower income clients, I would be out, of, out right now. Right. But having investments, I have like, okay, all my bills are still taken care of. <laughs> and I yeah. think it's important during this time, cause now I'm older, and but I've watched it during Katrina after Katrina, when the um, stock market crashed, a lot of people were not doing any type of real estate investment. I think I've learned from those situations, you know, how to speak about today on investing. So even if you're in real estate, great. But if you're in it for two years and you are even somewhat successful, you need to start getting your own investments yourself and building yourself. That will make real estate even better for you Um, I think me getting my own investments and now able to relay certain messages because I've Mm -hmm. learned from it. People are way more eager to talk to me different ages. Um, Believe it or not, most of my clientele is 45 to 65, (laughs) honestly, um, rather than people my age range. uh, But I I think this year is my first year getting people like couples is my favorite because they're like, oh, before we get married, we're going to do things right. We're going to get up one house. I said, "Why well, get one, let's get two. Yeah. <laughs> I said, let's take advantage of getting two properties. So I've gotten three couples who are under 30 buying two investments. That's crazy. Like Even their family members are like, I didn't even think that could be something possible. Like I wasn't even thinking about something like that. But now y'all own two properties. One might be a double that now takes care of both mortgages
0: right um
1: so and, and that's just how i started off with getting people involved in it you know older people let's do a little flip you want to buy this house but it might need some work let's do a flip so i had an older couple who's um closer to my mom's age we've done two flips they bought a dream house but it was able to redo everything they wanted to do to the house um the way they wanted to from our flips. And still have money left over to buy another investment so that's now four properties wow. in less than a year that they were able to move on so that's just everyone in my circle i want to get involved in knowing at least getting the knowledge for it and that's just what Del- Delisha taught me at a young age what to do
0: so yeah and and also like think about what a hero you must be to that couple to say mm-hmm hey, I, I'm gonna show you, you know, another path to be able to you know, even get your dream home more to the way you like it. We're just gonna go a little bit of a different way. Uh, we're gonna invest in some properties and do, do some flips. And, um, and, and also too, as a realtor, like having that experience yourself with your own properties allows you to bring that information to your clients. And there's so many realtors that number one don't know about investments or haven't done them themselves. And, you know, a client comes to them and says, I'm looking to do some real estate investing. And they're probably not as skilled because they haven't, number one, done it themselves or, or studied it. So now's the time. We all have extra, well, we're busy, of course, but we're we probably all have a little bit more time to start learning about these skills that maybe when we're super busy and it's back to normal, we won't have the time to do.
1: Yeah. And then and, and I tell people so many different programs. So if it's the income you're worrying about, there's so many programs for it to, to get you started. Um, if you, you know, um, got a double in the meantime to take care of your expenses, especially if they're both sides are already rented or you yeah. even stayed on one side to pay the mortgage and now you have whatever income you're generating, you can... Now, save that or pay yourself to now move on to something else. I just think this time, even if you just had one house, it's just it would have been easier to handle things rather than being just a a tenant. You know, uh, this the 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 world had no choice but to say, Don't you can't kick people out during this time, sure. We don't always have that benefit during Katrina, you know. We didn't have that kind of benefit um, yeah. during the succession in 2008. People didn't have that benefit. So it's you got to think smarter now moving forward in different ages. Um, I like to talk to people who are just starting out. But the thing is, it's easier for me to pick up my phone and show you pictures of mine or let's go drive you've done it. and go walk yeah. in in mine. And that just eased people better. <laughs> Than me saying, I think this would be a great idea. My mama told me about it. Like
0: that only gets
1: you so hard. <laughs> you only know, you so hard. <laughs>
0: I uh I I had a friend who was a very um a very well, was like a friend of a friend. I wasn't really a close friend, but he was ex- one of these like mega wealthy people. And this is like 20 years ago. This story, but it, it's really applicable, sort of to what you mentioned. And he had all these financial advisors calling him because they want, you know, to invest his his assets and he was like millions and millions and millions of dollars and any so all these financial advisors from like Merrill Lynch and Morgan Stanley and all those, you know, firms are reaching out saying, "I want to be your financial advisor." And he said, "Great. Do me a favor. Send me your own investments. I want to see your 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 portfolio. I want to see how much you have in, in stocks, bonds, mutual funds, managed money, etc." And they were like, "Oh, well, we can't. I can't show you my own personal stuff." And he was like, "Okay, goodbye." because he wanted somebody that actually was able to say, I'm doing the same thing that I'm going to recommend for you. Right. And, and I went, wow, that's kind of a brilliant strategy. And if you can find a financial advisor that's willing to say, here's, here's all my investments. Here's what I do. Here's where I'm putting my money. Um, you know, and and you're doing the same thing, basically saying to your clients, this is what I do and you can do the same thing. I think that is such a powerful, powerful approach. So, uh, Uh, I applaud you for that, that's amazing. And, and real quickly, for anyone who's listening, who's thinking, I don't know much about investments. Um, the best resource online that I have found, and there's lots of resources, so this is just one. But definitely subscribe to Bigger Pockets. Go to biggerpockets.com. It's the largest investment investor forum in the country. Uh, they have podcasts and books, and they're they're excellent. And you will get a great education, um, you know, as a real estate professional about you know how to start thinking and talking about this, and and learn about house hacking, and learn about flips, and and, you know, you're because what's going to happen, and, and of course, Chrissy can, can confirm this, is eventually someone's going to come to you and say, I'm thinking about investing in real estate. And if you don't have that experience or knowledge, you're going to have to pass it off to someone else. You're going to probably lose that client.
1: I think... Um and I have new, newer clients who actually work with three realtors that we just put in an offer in this morning. What I was telling them is you've got to stop looking at things as like, oh, this is my my forever house. This is my, this is what yeah. we're doing. You have to look at everything as an investment. Oh, we've invested invest in things before, but this is your own house now. You got to still look at it as an investment. They wanted this one particular house and I like to look at everything. Cause I'm like things can happen <laughs> you might say in two years I don't want it you just told me you would be in it for 10 years right and, and I said that's like hmm I said the person who's selling the house owned it for two years I'm pretty sure they were saying the same thing you're saying now <laughs> right but the problem is now there's no equity there's no equity in the house so now yeah. they're but they're stuck they can't go no lower they can't, right. they can't move or anything. I said, so we're going to look at everything just in case you call me in two years and say, Chrissy, I'm trying to sell my house. So you got to still look at it as an investment. Anything can happen. You might have, you know, get pregnant and have twins or something, and the three-bedroom, two-bath house is not going to work anymore, you know. Uh, so you, you got to still look at your actual house as an investment, and I think that's where a lot of people, not just um regular people, but even realtors lose track when yeah. they're talking to a client. So and I and I, I make it make sense for them so they're not like, no, oh, but this is my house I'm living in. No, it's still an investment. Yep. It's still an investment. And my mom moved so much when we were you know we're younger, doing different things to houses and stuff like that, that I'm like, if you under 60, you're probably gonna move again.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: Well, and, and how
0: many how many people do you think right now? I know I'm I'm in this situation where I'm obviously I'm in my office right now. If you're watching this, you'll see this is not my home. But um, but Christy's at home, and and normally I'm at home, and I'm starting to feel my little. Uh, you know, condo, I'm starting to feel like maybe this is a little small. It feels a little claustrophobic and as soon and especially with rates being so insanely low right now, even just as a primary residence, I'm like, I think I need to, it's time to upgrade because if I, I don't want to be stuck in, in these, in this small place um in, in case you know something like this happens but i'm just now i'm feeling that that pinch of like i want to expand i want to get to a bigger spot i wonder how many people are going through that right now i'll bet you um you know a lot of your clients are feeling that way and they're just waiting to to make that next uh purchase
1: the people the people i'm making an offer on they're like we're in a shotgun, we gotta get out I, We need to put an offer <laughs> today you don't need to be the back and forth like and I, and um what i was telling um Someone else who was in the thirty on the third. I said we could really use the fact that no American, I don't know, one American who is a full-time homesteader kind of thing. So I think we could utilize the space (laughs) much more now for either buying or selling or selling and then buying. You know, to our benefit. And we just go, how you doing? How's how's the house? Is it smothering right. you or is it too big? Maybe it's, you know, my yeah. my daughter be upstairs, but I'm like, you got 10,000 square feet. I don't know what she's doing or something like that. You know, <laughs> whatever it is, it you, to your benefit. I mean, I had one client who, who said it was just three of us and, and it was 7,000 square feet. though was like, I, no, we can't do it. Yeah. I, 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 is she upstairs? Lord knows what she's doing. <laughs> I, you know, um, we don't need the upstairs part at all. And then they went. And two still a nice size, like thirty thirty eight hundred square feet, um yeah. a little under four thousand square feet, but it was it's fitting for them. You could yeah. hear if you know, she she broke something or something like that or you know, it was just more fitting for them. So right. I, I told him I was like, You gotta use this term <laughs> Like so, are
0: you cramped? <laughs> but what, but what a, <laughs> exactly what a great opportunity to reach out to your your contact list, your sphere of influence, your clients, and just check in. How you doing? You know, and, and they know you're a realtor. So, you know, you don't necessarily even have to say, Oh, by the way, but you could just say, How's everything going? Are you are you feeling cooped up or you know, and and like me um i just i know i feel like i'm like i need to, i and if i wasn't in this business i would be thinking uh you know like i got to reach out to a realtor to i want to start looking at upsize, you know upsizing to 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 more space um and so i bet a lot of people are either thinking about upsizing downsizing and you know what a great opportunity to reach out as a realtor and go hey how's everything going
1: yeah i think i also um a little bit and these are one of my secrets that I'm about to give to people: is yearly marketing to the people who already know you. Yeah. that's what helped me be uh, go past from just being Delisha's daughter. Being oh, Chrissy does real estate as well as her mom, rather than just your Delisha's daughter. Oh, you do real estate? Like what? What pushed me from not being just just that? Because I say I'm, I'm. Some people, I'm like, I'm just Delisha's daughter. Sure. You showing the house? No, I'm just showing it for the leash. Like, she like, why are to telling people to ask? Because some people just need to know that's what I am. Sure. <laughs> but I I yearly do different things for my my past guests. Uh, I mean, my past guests, my past clients. Like, for Mother's Day, I will leave a little something for the moms. Uh, oh. I will leave something for the fathers. And it's my biggest clients that, like, get emotional where I'm like, did I drop a check for something? Not- you so emotional. I I I'd be so shocked. You're like I wasn't expecting it, and I think that will go a longer way to even times like this. Let me call Let me tell Christy, You know, and, and and it could have been just that that drawn them to um, wanting to. You know, oh somebody was selling my real estate. I was thinking of you, and it's just more so. I'm not just making them feel like a transaction. So I do something every year um different things throughout the year to let them know hey i was just thinking about you or you know i don't want to call only for real estate you know what i'm saying sure. so if i do call for real estate that's not all the reason why she's calling as well so i think um that's something else i feel like other people couldn't learn from that i was taught from that works well for me and i'm cons- i'm consistent with it it have yeah. been doing it for like five years so um you know, I still. I. I. My neighbor came knock on the door. I had left little snacks, popcorn, and some candy, and said, "Here's some quarantine snacks." You know, that goes a <laughs> long way of I not just it. saying. But I had my business name on it, my business sure. information on it, and I wasn't really talking about real estate. But I br- brought two two of my neighbors to say, "You made me think about this." Yeah, I'm ready. I think I am ready to sell the house. It's just a little too small, or you know, I don't really need this much house, so it works by doing little things without it making it seem like that's all you're talking about. <laughs> like, you're, a mark, you're right. like a breaking record. Like, Oh, she only calls for real estate.
0: <laughs> I, uh, I got an email this morning. Uh, it was a, basically a spam email and I, uh, I deleted it. And then I, I thought about it afterwards and I want, I wanted to bring it up just now with you. Um, because I was thinking about this. I was like, I don't have, this is embarrassing. It's like, we're like two months into this and I don't have a mask now. I, I I should have one. Um, I don't leave that much. I mean, I don't really go anywhere. So, but I still go to the grocery store once a week. I should have them. I'm like one of the minority people now, like one in the minority who doesn't wear a mask. Like when I first started going to the grocery store, only about maybe 15, 20% of people had masks. My girlfriend and I went um, this last Sunday and um, we were like, <laughs> most, almost everybody had the mask. And then we felt like, oh, maybe we're bad people because we don't have masks. But anyway, the point was, is I don't really have one. Now, My the only... I do have one because my father sent one to me and it was an n95 mask that had been left over from years before when they had painters who were using these n95 masks and so he just had one left over in the garage so he sent it actually he had two he sent one to me and one to my girlfriend now so we have them but they're a little small so they don't really fit us but anyway the point is is i don't really have a mask and i got this spam email this morning saying we're selling now they weren't n95 masks but they were you know whatever masks they have better than nothing and it was like ridiculously inexpensive you know it was i don't know how many you know a hundred of them for 20 bucks or something whatever it was and i thought you know if i don't no one sent one to me right and so other than my dad and it's too small for my face um or a bandana or something like now's a i mean it's it's Kind of a strange thing to be sending people, but not the worst idea right now. It's just say, hey, I want to make sure you're safe and healthy. Here's a mask or here's a five masks. Here's just some disposable masks. Be a great opportunity for realtors to to provide that.
1: Yeah, I, um, my last few clients I made and I have a little uh, business bag and I leave uh, gloves. And then I found a, a place that would do, I could do shipment orders but I'll just pick it up. Yeah. i hand sanitizer. So I got yep. two cases of that and I will hand one to my clients and then a mask as well. You know, just, you know, showing like, you know, that's another way of saying I, I care for you without yeah. being too personal. You know? <laughs> no, it's... And, um, it's. No, I just started that like um, last Saturday. last Saturday. So. I saw
0: it on your Instagram. I think that is so, such a smart and cool and it's also very thoughtful. It's considerate. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, we, you know, I think we we often think like all of our clients, or just. People who we're close to in our lives, whether they're clients or friends or family, that everyone's staying connected. But the reality of it is, a lot of people, like like me, I mean, I'm in this business and I don't have a mask. <laughs> like I need to get a mask. And and so the reality of it is, is we we think everyone's connected, everyone's staying in touch, everyone's happy. It's like you know sometimes even just the act of reaching out and checking in with people makes them feel a little bit less lonely. Like in your case, hey, here's some hand sanitizer. Here here's a mask, uh, or or you know. Whatever uh, you're able to provide right now is is and, and obviously people who like yourself who have been through at equally hard if not much harder times in New Orleans specifically, um, you know, you guys know the importance of staying connected.
1: Yeah, I always tell some. I I've been telling people. I gave one of my big investors from it. We we closed on Valentine's Day, so hmm. I got him really a little small gift just to say happy Valentine's Day. And he almost cried. And I was just like, well, Lord, did I put a check or a hundred dollars? I said, well, a hundred dollars would tickle your fancy. But like, well, did I put a check or something in there? And it was just, that, was just so, that was just so thoughtful. Like, you thought of me and I, and I, ever since then I'm like, I, you know, you don't even think about like you got to <laughs> Um, doing little things for people who you're like you really affected their life some kind of way as even if you know if it's that one sale or multiple sales you're you a part of their life in a major way so I, I gotta do more because here's a guy who I, I feel like has everything and, I, and I'm like well I'm gonna give him a little something I don't know what this gonna do for him and it touched him way bigger than I expected yeah. it to do so uh, and I've given, like I said, I've done things yearly for other people. But to watch a person, like, get choked up over yeah. a $20 gift, <laughs> if that much, I'm like, you know, you got, you really don't know who needed it for that moment. And I think it just, yeah. he needed something in that moment. And I was there to provide it for him. And I'm around him, like, twice a week. So it's just, you got to be more aware of who who you're
0: around i guess so it's, it's the smallest thing <laughs> yeah i saw a um i saw a uh, a cartoon once that uh is it was kind of illustrating your exact point where it's a father and son and they're walking down the street and the son is a little boy and he says to his father i wish i was I was a superhero. I wish I had superpowers. And the dad goes, I actually am a superhero and I do have superpowers. The son's like, what? You, no, you don't. You're just my dad. He goes, watch this. And there's a guy uh, across the street and he's wearing like a goofy hat or just like an unusual hat. And he says to the guy, um, he says to his son, watch this. And He says to, yells over to the guy and he goes, that hat is awesome and it looks awesome on you and you're awesome for wearing it. And it was, you know, it was like a genuine thing. He wasn't making fun of the guy in the hat. He, he said it. And, and as they walked by, the, the son turned around and looked at the, the man, because they had already passed walking uh, past him at the time. The son turns around and, and the guy has got a big smile on his face. And, and then the son says, I guess you are a superhero. Like, in other words, you just completely, you just used your superpower to make that person feel good about themselves or connected or, or whatever. Uh, and, and it is a superpower, right? And we all have the ability to do that. And right now, you know more than ever it's important um when we're all you know everyone's scared everyone's struggling we're trying to stay positive we're trying to stay upbeat yeah. but it it is tough and and so now is a good time to you know to spread spread some good vibes and and tell people you care about them
1: yeah yeah telling you care and you know and and we all are great at something and we just keep each other informed. Like a lot of my mom's clients are nurses and doctors, and yeah. you know they keep us informed. We've done uh, lunch uh, giveaways for them and stuff like that, just to show we care. But I'm also keeping them informed, like oh, you know, interest rates are low, maybe refi this property yeah. or this and that. Whereas just genuine and you know, keeping everybody on their toes all the all the way around. So you yeah. can be genuine and still get you know they giving your advice. So just wear gloves when you go out or wear a mask when you go out or make sure you wash your hands every time you do this and that. And you should feel comfortable of giving the advice on what you're good at. I don't do nursing or doctor, but I will tell you, this is what's going on in real estate. So if you can jump on it. <laughs> right. um, and that, and that has worked, it has worked really well. So um, uh, I, I I love it. <laughs> well,
0: no, you're so right. And if we think about like the news cycle right now, we turn on the news or we go to news websites, obviously the current pandemic is going to going to um, be the majority of, of the news stories, of course, because it has to be. But what is often lost um, right now is, yeah, rates are at an all-time low or, or certainly as low as we've seen in a long, long time. Uh, what a great opportunity to purchase or, or to refinance. But again, I think that in real estate, we forget Get that not everyone knows that. Most people aren't paying any attention to that right now. They're just paying attention to what they're seeing or reading in the news. And and those stories aren't as popular right now about interest rates being so low. So what a great opportunity to very kindly and cordially and, and not in a pushy way say, hey, by the way, you know, here's one thing you may want to think about right now. Um, just, and, and I would love it if any of the people that are my service professionals in my life were to call and say, Hey, you know, I, right now I was, I was just thinking like my accountant, uh, she's actually done that. She reached out to me and said, Hey, by the way, did you apply for the paycheck protection thing? This was a few, like a month ago. She's like, if you didn't, you need to do it right now. And I was like, thank And I already knew to do it, but I was like, thank you for t- reminding me, you know, yeah, mine and, did the um, same
1: thing, which I was like. I didn't think of it, and I had some questions. And I'm like, no, 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 you could do that, you could do this, you could do that. And I'm like, oh, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I loved it. Uh, I want to hear this story. I, I, this is such a, a, This is, this story is so funny. Um, tell us about the, uh, the condo in the French Quarter uh, with the inspector. Do you mind? You shared it with us off camera. Um okay. Do you mind telling us that story? That's it's a great one.
1: Um, it was, uh. Yes, yeah, so we're doing inspections. You know, talking, laughing, and joking, and then all of a sudden, I gotta paint the picture—a big, not big, a heavy set, maybe five eight. He's about five eight, heavy set guy, running like who's who's an Olympian, and all you know, I don't ask questions. I'm scary, so I'm like jumping, like, "Where should I run outside or should I run up?" And he's all I hear is the. the Behind him, coming straight for him, and he's just like, Get the dog, get the dog, get the dog. And we just jumped up. and, But instead of fear, I just got, I had to bust out laughing because just whoever you in your life, just who's heavy fed, goofy-looking, <laughs> and you're like, Imagine him running <laughs> the straight chooom, yeah. to, to get away from a dog. And I'm like, Really? <laughs> And I didn't ask any questions. I just, you know, my mom jumped up and uh, her friend jumped up on a, a table. <laughs> and I'm like, he, I, I was dying laughing because see. Imagine him yeah. running, which yeah. is just hilarious. Uh, the things you see in real estate, though, just normal inspections. And he is just out of nowhere. It's just like a normal. Ins- I, don't even, I don't even think they heard a dog barking. He just... <laughs> came out of nowhere like zoom round and i'm like that is the the most hilarious thing um i have another story as well which was it the same no it wasn't the same inspector same company though um it was for my property i was having inspections and the lady was off her rocker and now today i can laugh about it but i was crying at the inspection And I'm like I said, I'm a realtor, but I'm human too. And she was off a rocker, and um, she just thought everyone was out to get her. So uh, she said that the inspector was giving her bad vibes. So she was like throwing things at him to like stop. And he's just like, (laughs) whatever, I gotta, you know, finish the inspections. I'm almost done. And then he just started balling. She said she started balling water, and he just didn't know what that meant. Same situation. He just ran so fast. He ran so fast. The pipe inspector ran so fast. The owner left me, ran so fast. The co-owner left me, ran so fast. I'm on the phone with my mom, like, what do I do now?
0: Everyone's running away from me.
1: Everyone, when I realized what was going on, everyone had left. It was just like, boom, 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 (laughs) boom, boom. I'm like, "What what just happened? Like Everyone just left, and they were just like, he was just like, I'll buy you breakfast. I said, okay, great. And we were talking on the phone about it, but like, you just, <laughs> stranded. he was bald. She was balding more. I said, oh no, I'm done for today. And everyone, like, it was like one by one. People running out. Hilarious. A, a, a small one unit side. It was two units, but it was one side just running out of nowhere. I, it was like all the three minutes, everyone was in the car and left. And I'm just like, what do I do? Yeah.
0: Like, what just typically, happened?
1: I'm the one. I'm the one who will leave you because I'm scary. So I'm like, typically I have no questions. Be like, I'm out of here, but it was like my property and my money that I had just spent. So I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I ain't hear no gunshots. So why are we leaving? <laughs> she was boiling water. I just left. I said she was boiling water. I, yeah, I didn't know she was gonna throw it. out. I don't know what she was gonna do. Yeah. She said I was a, I was a demon, I was a devil, and I was just like, Lord. So I have seen the craziest.
0: (laughs) Oh, for sure. Um, And I also want want to, for everyone who's listening, who may be a real estate professional in the New Orleans area, you know, please, please look at Delicia Boyd uh, as as a firm to possibly hold your license and and to work with with them. Can you talk a little bit about uh, about your firm and, and what you guys offer?
1: Yes, yeah, so it's, uh, we actually are, uh, we have different people in different parts of Louisiana, and um, we're now licensed in Georgia and Mississippi. Wow. So, um, yes, I, 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 I'm, as of last year, early last year, we became affiliated with the other states, and I'm excited, and I, I love the fact that in our office, we are like a family, so we yeah. always discuss things, we have meetings. Um, We do two uh, meetings that I I love. We do it in in office where we'll have another affiliate from a different business, like insurance or title company or whoever to, you know, give us advice on like their field or uh, inspections, anything to give us advice on what's, what's out there, what to know. But then we also support a local restaurant every month. We've been doing that for two years, two, two to three years now, um, where we all support a local restaurant, meaning we may see the owner of the um um at the restaurant. And most of the times they're there, take photos, talk to us about what made them start their business. And I like to incorporate that in what we do. So I love that about us, but I really love the fact that everyone's able to talk to someone in the company because I've been a part of a big company, you know, a big company with hundreds of people and they're just like, I don't talk to anyone. And I, right. I didn't really want that to, people to feel that as a, a vibe or over competing against each other. I wanted to feel the, the way it is, a family, let's talk about it. You know, uh, I had this happen, what do you think? or this just happened to me and I realized this wasn't right or this was right or this worked out well or i had this marketing idea let's join together and do that. I I love the fact that we have that so we are able to help each other grow as not just uh, business but individuals. Um, I'm, I'm happy to say a lot of people have grown from the first year they joined us to where they are now you know and I I love it. I love what we, we stand for and what we strive to be. And I love the fact that even the people in the company, because it takes more than just two people, but even the people in the company make it open and available to help each other as well. So I love that. Some people, oh yeah, we went too much last week. And I'm like, oh, I'm jealous. I'm getting invited. <laughs> or they all do deals together or co-list things together or um we all refer things out um one of our agents who as, as i said was co- uh covering from covid 19 we all prayed over her together as a, yeah. a, a company and you know we help you know do you need help with these listings or whatnot or whatever it is to make it more than just a company that you are under so that's what i like about us yeah <laughs> like about we- <laughs>
0: Yeah, and and you know I think we have a lot in common there because I I work for a firm that's a family-owned company just like you guys, and we have it's funny we have almost seven hundred agents now, which is crazy because when I started we only had a few. Uh, We've grown quite a bit, and um, but we we it was funny I was chatting with somebody this morning who's thinking of coming over from a different big one of the big franchise firms, a great company, you know, and but just maybe was thinking about making a change and. And I said, he said, how many agents do you guys have? And I told him and he said, oh my gosh, that's so many. That's huge. And I went, I guess so. I mean, it is, but we just think of ourselves as a family company. We think of ourselves as a small family company. We like it that way. Uh, You guys are that way, even though you're not small anymore, you have 50 plus people. Um, And it's like, it's nice to be able, I think a lot of agents really connect with that family uh, owned and 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 small family feel I bring my dog to the office you know we're sort of that mm-hmm. way um and and it sounds like you guys are a little bit. I wanted to also ask you about the New orleans motor raceway um because you you've been sort of affiliated with with working with that right
1: mm-hmm. yeah so uh, uh the dog story was from the owner one of his <laughs> um yeah so uh my mom and they have a funny story and I, I will let her tell it one day with the, how they met and I love it. But her and, um, Lane Swift are, I, I like the fact that I can say they're, you know, they're friends and then, yeah. but it grew, it started off with, let's talk about business. But when they started talking about their stories and everything, it grew into, you know, friendship. And I love that and love learning from him from different world (laughs) yeah you know and he he will always um, shed light on investing and he does major investments which then gave him the racetrack and i love the fact that he he did the racetrack his money his way i love it uh he was just like i didn't need to get all these other people or corporations involved in it like he made me okay let me look at real estate totally different you know and um i like to say like those people are the ones who like uh mentor me and going different directions you know not so much of a selfish direction but looking at things in different ways rather than today but in the future so and he just I love it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, did you? Would you have ever thought that you would have anything to do with a racetrack growing up? Right, like that would be so far when beyond. When she told
1: me about it, I was like, oh, okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then um, being a part and watching the the beginnings to the today with the indie race was amazing. And and um, he did a movie uh, with Will Smith, and I went to see like how they were. <laughs> shooting the movie for that and yeah it was it was awesome to watch the racetrack go from just a lot of stuff not even being built yet to its finished product was also just a dream like i just kept looking like is this real life (laughs) is this real life and i'm like this is crazy to watch that kind of investment happened um before yeah. my eyes, so and then knowing the person who's actually doing it and able to one on one talk to him about it and what got you started and and everything like that, and him walking to, him actually being the one to walk us around and talk about it and show us where he wants to be, and it's his vision like I've been around so many big investors where it's like you know I got the loan and I got this and I got that but. To, it'd be his full vision, this is how it's gonna go. It was a humbling experience. And I took advantage of asking Amy and everything. Like, I just wanted to know more, tell me, walk me. Like, I sure. wanna know what what got him there and, and what made him wanna do it. And uh, it was just so real <laughs> for the last few years watching just different investments with him rather than just the, the racetracks Felicia is a part of all his other investments as well condos houses and stuff like that so it's just been a treat to to be yeah. a part of it yeah um but yeah that was a very it's still so real
0: <laughs> well i you know look i think that's that's a great place to sort of wrap up because you know what i what i want to make sure all the listeners know that if you are a real estate professional um, looking to see what other firms offer. Delisha Boyd is is a firm for you. Reach out to Chrissy. Reach out to her mom, uh, or anyone else on the team uh, to find out more. But also for anyone who's looking for a real estate agent who's you know in in your area or any of the states where you have uh, presence, um, you know whether they're a buyer a seller. Sp- also, of course, investors, you guys focus a lot on investments, which is great. Um, but renters, anything. Um, what's the best way someone should reach out to you?
1: Oh, well, any and everywhere, but I'm always phone away, which is my phone number is 504-400-3945. Um, I'm on Facebook, which is Chrissy Boyd, um, Instagram, Chrissy Boyd, Your Realtor. I'm on everything. Twitter, Chrissy Boyd, Uh, anywhere you need to reach me, I'm answering. If it takes me a minute, I might be showing the house or with the client, but I will return your phone call, I promise, (laughs) and I won't stop until you are getting whatever you want, an investment, uh, first-time house, or whatever. I'm not going to stop until you achieve that goal.
0: Well, perfect, perfectly well said, well, Chrissy, uh, thank you for your time. I know how thank busy you are you did you 've been doing showings like every day this week, which is amazing, wow. um, and you 've been so busy and and it, it, for those of who are watching this versus listening, uh, you might have seen chrissy 's daughter sort of uh, dart around in the back. Chrissy has the cutest. The cutest daughter. She's been up and down the stairs and running around in the back uh, over the course of the interview, which is, so, I mean, but very cute. Very cute. Uh, so uh, anyway. She's a superstar uh, in the
1: family. I'm, she's not used to me getting uh, the spotlight because she is a superstar <laughs> in the family. Her and Delisha, they're like, you know, I, I like the, I like for them to be the superstar. So when people call me, I'm like, oh, what? Me? Me? No. Little, little old me? me? I'm like, look, is awesome. You sure about that when we call
0: for you? And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you don't need to be humble in any way anymore because you are one of National Association of Realtors 30 under 30. That is, I mean, there we, we have to remember like just how big of a deal that is. And Chrissy's oh. way too humble to talk about it, but it really is a big deal we're talking about tens of thousands of realtors who would love to get that award and it only went out to 30 people so congrats um but for anyone who, 30
1: is phenomenal <laughs> all 30 of them. Is phenomenal. oh i know we've, we've had several
0: of them on the show we love the 30 under 30 uh group you guys are all rising superstars and uh, we're excited to promote you um so on behalf of the listeners Christy and i uh, or on behalf of the listeners, to Chrissy, we, we say thank you for giving us this time. I know now it's time to go back to your other superstar, your daughter, uh spend some time. Um, so thank you for, for giving us some, some of your time today. And also on behalf of Chrissy and myself, to the listeners, we say thank you uh, for continuing to support our show. And we ask that everyone who's listening or watching just does two quick things for us. One is think about one other real estate professional that could benefit from having listened or watched this uh, interview with Chrissy and send it over to them. Um, You can follow us or rather you can send them right to our website, keepingitrealpod.com. Or just uh, pull up a podcast app and look for Keeping It Real. It'll pop right up. Also, the second thing is, please, everyone right now, follow us on Facebook. Go to Facebook. Just look for Keeping It Real podcast. will pop up. And every single day, we post an article that we find online specifically for realtors to grow their business. And we post all of these episodes as well there. And also follow Chrissy uh, at uh, on Instagram at, is it Chrissy Boyd, your realtor or Chrissy, your realtor?
1: Chrissy, your realtor. Chrissy, mm-hmm.
0: your realtor. And that's K R I S S Y, your realtor. Um, we'll be posting those links as well. Chrissy, thank you so much for your thank time. Thank you. We wish uh, you and, and everyone around you uh, continued uh, safety and uh, support and all of that. And you're doing everything right. And we're so excited to watch your, your growth. So thank you. Thank you
1: for having me.